But Warning, the following podcast is being live streamed now on Facebook, but if you're listening now on the podcast, in your ear holes on the podcast, I've demonized my voice as backed by popular demand by those of you on the Twitters. So don't say I didn't give you anything. <laughs> Behold, the ravages of age. Welcome to Shake Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode number 190 is Fuzzy the Dan 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 Nicholson. <laughs> How you doing, man? Yeah, right. <laughs> I had a Dan a, Dan Nicholson, that's me. <laughs> Dan Dan, prices are Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to point out, anyone watching the live stream, we actually do that dancing when we're not mm. live streaming. Mm. That dancing so happens every single episode. fucking week and we look yeah. like idiots. We want to point that at you, that this is nothing special for you at all. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Fuzzy? How's your week been? Full of wonderment, I, uh, I suppose... Oh. No. So good, so good. It's been it's been fantastic. I've loved my week. I've been watching shitty movies, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, watching shitty sports events as well. So you uh, know, it's it's all it's all happening. All of the good teams are winning, aren't they? I know. And also Bathurst, fun, fun Bathurst today. Huzzah! Uh, cars going fast. Who doesn't love cars going cars fast? Cars going fast. Cars going fast. I found out today that it's like an eight-hour race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. disgusting. It, it goes forever. That's disgusting. The I best hate thing it. is you it. sit down and you start watching it during the day and you just drink beer and fall asleep on the couch. It's fantastic. It's it's the best excuse. I'd rather do that without, without do loud cars on the TV. Just give me beer and let but me But they go sleep. fast. Cars go fast. fast. Cars, cars go, go fast. fast. Uh, Tom <laughs> is also here. Tom Cummins, Spicy Tin. How are you, sir? Hello. Very well. Very happy to be here. Excited Excellent. for our live stream. Mm. Mm. I completely forgot that this is happening, and then Fuzzy was like, "Yeah, everyone, ready to live stream?" I'm like, I guess it's live guess. right now. <laughs> it's very I live. On the Facebook kids uh, up. Uh, oh, oh, I hope that they can hear our podcast on the live stream. The whole point of a live stream podcast. Anyway, <laughs> Tom, how's your week been? Yeah, I, good, I guess good. full of haircuts. Some, hmm? Oh, yes, full drastic haircuts. haircuts. Yes. Once again, drastic haircuts, slowly getting shorter and shorter. Have reached the, I uh, thought you were just um, cosplaying as Sigourney Weaver in Alien 3. Beard and all. Beard and all. Sigourney Weaver saying, is my beard. So I've, I've discovered, and it was when my hair was a bit longer, that I ha- now have a permanent dint in my hair from wearing headphone headsets all day for work and for the podcast. Oh, um, boy. And uh, when I cut my hair, I was like, oh, maybe it'll go down. No, there's just a band <laughs> in my head now. <laughs> Look, I think, our baby is a I rubber bouncing so- ball. Boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've started to get the same thing around my ears because these big headphones I wear them when I play games and stream and stuff. And so I've just got this ring 
around my hair where it's shorter. I don't know if it's just stopped growing or if it's like actually cutting into my hair, but it's the ravages of fun. age. <laughs> the <ravages laughs> of age. Uh, Dude is here, even though we cannot see him, we can hear him. How are you, Duty? How's your week been? I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah, no, it's 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 been a busy week. I uh, I stayed up quite late last night, so I'm pretty fucking tired and hungover. Uh, but I've got a video coming out. Uh, well, in a couple of hours today. But by the time this episode, I've already seen out. it. Na, 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 na. It <laughs> uh, well, how is is that all you've been doing? How's how's work going? How are you as a person? Uh, same response as before. Tired <laughs> and hungover. <laughs> Why, why were you That's off so late? I mean, what were you, what were you doing? Oh, because I wanted to get all the editing done out of the way because I am editing this week's episode. So if there's getting, if there's any long <laughs> pauses. <laughs> well done. Well played. Well, then I can't be fucking uh, uh, <laughs> I think I think we should just leave it in, because especially with this one, because it gives people a peek behind the curtain, if you will. I used to give people a peek behind, peek the, behind curtain, the curtain, but now they have to pay for it on OnlyFans slash Ian R. Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Can we please make it with OnlyFans? I, I feel like you'd have a like, lot of fun I with it. I feel like we should. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have a lot of fun with it. Just me in the bath. <laughs> Ooh, have bubbles. lingerie photos, but it's just lingerie lying on a bed. Like, yep, you asked for a lingerie photo, here it is. I'm not fucking wearing it. You know, we could, we could Photoshop some OnlyFans for Ian. Oh just- my god. It's a fan only fans. We oh okay. I'm putting out a challenge to everyone Christ. who wants to Photoshop Ian into some lingerie. <laughs> it will just be Matt drawing it on the uh, Yes. Here you go. I mean, wants to take I'm a screenshot. Now's your moment. So I leave mine with that. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to see the talents of our listeners. Lay down that gauntlet. Ian and lingerie, everyone. Ian and lingerie. However, mixed duty already has that photo. collage, diorama, <laughs> yeah, <dude>. anything. <laughs> Uh, anyway, as we've already said, Ian is here as well. Sans lingerie, unfortunately. <sighs> the crowd goes wildish. <laughs> How's your week been, Ian? Oh, don't worry. I can happily confirm that the uh, live stream is now finished because I can't get the sound working. Uh, <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> it was good while it was. Oh, well. Yes, he is oh. definitely wearing lingerie. Yes. He's back. How's your week been? Sorry, I had to... Someone walked past my house and I was very unhappy about it. <laughs> is that how you talk to your dad? He's back yes. again. He's back. He's back. It's been 17 <laughs> years. <laughs> uh, uh, how, yes, I'm good. Been? It's been pretty good. My mini is nearly done. It's like light at the end of the rainbow. You know, it's only the little things now, like getting the engine running. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the last step. At least the paint job's nice. So. Exactly. That's what they say. They pretty. say the engine's the easiest part, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> How is it being back at work? It's week number two back after your annual leave, right? Yes. Yes? Have, Does it suck? I mean... I, I need to live vicariously through you guys. I got I've forced to take more March. annual leave. Aww. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what companies are doing now. They're just like, hey, you know what? Ugh. Just uh, don't bank up any leave and don't have a life. Just <laughs> use it, it. and uh, go to your backyard and see the site. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. But, you know, at least you've got a job there, you know. At least you're still getting paid. You say it like it's a good thing. 
I, look, at least you're I mean, the alternative is no job. Yeah. So. You're I contributing mean... to society. Oh, oh I am no, not. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. He's being paid. I don't know how much he's contributing <laughs> to society. <laughs> I'm that guy. That guy in the group project is just like there. <laughs> well, you got one up Ian on Johnson me. in attendance. In attendance. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good name for a live show. Even that if should... you ever do like a comedy if show. If I do a comedy show, I'll call attendance. it Ian Johnson in attendance. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. Uh, I mean, my week's been pretty much the same. I have absolutely nothing to report. So let's go to the news. Ah. <laughs> Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's a top ten news countdown! Number 10, we have spoken about this movie the last two weeks. First, there was the announcement of it. Then there was the tra- uh, the poster. Now we've got the trailer for Jujutsu starring Nicolas Cage. And I'm not going to bother reading the synopsis again because this is just wacky, weird Nicolas Cage-iness. Uh, and yeah, that was a trailer. That was a thing. What do you guys think? It, strangely enough, it's I'm so kind of awesome. into it. <laughs> Like, it's really weird how much I want to watch this movie, which is some, not a lot, it's some. But Nicolas Cage being weird is just, like, it feels self-aware and feels like it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think he is self-aware? Do you think he is self-aware of how ridiculous he is? I think so. He has to be. There's no other way to explain who he is. He needs to know that he is as wacky as he is. Okay, but counterpoint, Kanye West. <laughs> oh, no, he's just off his head. <laughs> I know, but they could be the same. <laughs> they they might not yeah, know. No. Nicholas Cage, but Nicholas I think, Cage, I think I'm going to let you finish, knows. but... <laughs> <laughs> I um, think let's talk knows. about jiu-jitsu, though. Jiu-jitsu looks amazing. It looks like Mortal Kombat meets The Predator. Um, yes. It's, uh, but 100%. done on like a thirty dollar budget. It's like, you know, oh, okay, everyone, bring your own costumes from home. Um, anything you don't have, we'll just I'm shoot. I'm pretty around. sure to and make it, a film. It, just, it looks so bad. They just went to Fiverr and filtered by lowest to highest. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicholas Cage was there, right at the top. Yeah. Nicholas Cage was at the very bottom slash top. <laughs> Alien remind anybody else was the one that they had in uh, Lost in Space, the uh, the new series. It looked very similar yeah. to me. Yeah. Kind of like that meets a Power Ranger, mm-hmm. um, somewhere in that, that, that kind of you yeah, know, that, healthy that's, little that's gap. sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was a <laughs> sweet spot, yeah. <laughs> there, there was a, a helmet in Destiny 1 that looks exactly like the helmet that the alien wears, but also it looks like a crappy Doctor Who villain. <laughs> so all the Doctor oh, yeah, Who it's villains. Just a Doctor Who villain. Well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah exactly. A doc- yeah. Anything on Doctor Who, <laughs> pretty much, which oh, says a lot. Good, poor David. <laughs> to oh, boy. <laughs> so, of course, with the current COVID climate, theatres are trying new strategies to survive. So, AMC, who have announced that they are 
slowly, well, quickly, very dwindling low on cash, have uh, announced a new way that they're trying to survive. So they're trying to very much push for people to rent out cinemas for themselves or 20 of their closest loved ones with uh, offering a lot of prices of 99 US dollars in order to rent out an entire cinema and watch the movies there. I'm just saying right now, if Village Cinema did the same thing, I would totally do that. <laughs> to Me go too. to a movie right 100%. now, I would totally do that. Me too. 100%. I would absolutely do that. Yep. <laughs> I I would pay several hundred dollars to go and see Tenant right now. By myself. Just, yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> By myself. I don't care. <laughs> you could potentially get, like... How many people are they letting in? Did it say how many, None. like, is the maximum? Sorry. For, like, a private screen. Some, uh, headset issues. The, blue- the Bluetooth was on and Siobhan turned on her phone and connected to my headphones. <laughs> um, <laughs> How many Siri does not work on this device. Siri does not work on this device. Siri does. Funnily enough, if I do tap the left one, it does say that. The Google Assistant <laughs> is not yet configured. Um, the they are letting twenty. Twenty for a couple of hundred bucks. For hundred, it's not bad. That is US, crazy. That is crazy. I think they need to do that because it's the only way they're going to make money. <laughs> I'm game. Oh man. Also also, speaking as someone in the business, I would be more than happy to go to work and clean cinemas with a maximum of twenty people. That would be a godsend. Yeah, because you know who to blame if it's really messy. That's the best thing, there's only twenty yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> Detective clue. Uh, I was gonna say, like if they if they did that here it was like only one person allowed to watch but it's tenant. I reckon they could charge a significant amount of money, and people would still pay yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yes, that's number eight. 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 Okay, now he's added four. <laughs> Number eight. I just wanted to see how long he'd do it for. <laughs> you can always tell. One hour later. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> the, the number eight piece of news we have the Monster Hunter trailer. So, Monster Hunter is going to follow the story of Lieutenant Artemis as they are transported through a port. As she is transported. Uh, wow. Transported through a portal <laughs> with an elite unit of soldiers to a strange world where powerful monsters rule with a deadly ferocity. Faced with relentless danger, the team inc- encounters a mysterious hunter who may be their only hope of finding their way home. A monster hunter? A monster hunter. And it's his word. <sighs> so, has any, did anyone play Monster Hunter? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Did he? <laughs> what, what, was your, what was your take on it? Uh, I enjoyed it. It's, it's a hard learning curve, but if you've got a, a crew of decent good folk, um, it is fun. Okay. So do you think that would carry over to this movie? After having watched the trailer, do you think watching it with a, a crew of decent good folk might make it any good? <laughs> no, it's a Paul W.S. Anderson <laughs> film with Millie over there. Yeah, Literally it's the trailer they go up against one of the end boss fights in the game straight away, and I'm like, you all dead. 
That motherfucker takes ages to take out, and oh, we're just going to take it out by the end of the movie. Fuck off. It did look like it did look like they showed the entire thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Nah. Where nah. did they get their budgets? Yeah. Uh, I assume whoever finances those Resident Evil movies, yeah. Evil movies make money. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they unfortunately, make somehow they make money. I don't, I don't get it. I don't watch one. Is it, well, they, is it legendary? Legendary Pictures? <coughs> Not yeah, sure. Might be. Yeah, because they seem to finance Look, a lot of crap. Just- <laughs> this film will probably do really well in Japan. Like Monster Hunter, yeah. huge in Japan. Um, it'll probably do really well in those weird markets that really love, like, you know, W.S. Anderson movies. Um, <laughs> like like his yeah. house, Emiliovich's house. They're going to sell the movie themselves. It just concerns yeah. me straight off the bat, because I've spoken about this before on the podcast when we've spoken about films that in the film they remind you of a much better movie. It concerns me mm. more when in the trailer they talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I like. It's not the comparison you want to make. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> also, that that grounds it in reality. Like to me, that's happening right now, but it's clearly not like any sort of realistic film. So, what direction are they taking? That's that's what it appears to be. It appears to be that it is the real world. They go through a portal and then go Ugh. to the Monster Hunter world. I hate that. I hate it. Everything about this, this trailer just didn't sit right with me. And I can't wait to not watch it. It had some, uh, <laughs> some choice lines in there. Pretty much any generic action line put it into the trailer. Oh, I, I thought about that when he's like, this is above my pay grade. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> God. I got I got strong Transformers vibes with this as well. I know monsters, giant robots, but like very Transformer-y vibes from that first movie. Mm-hmm. It just looks terrible. Anytime you're putting like, you know, Marines or soldiers into like... The, it's, John it's, Cena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all it needs now is John Cena. <laughs> Maybe he'll voice one of the monsters. Bumblebee monster. <laughs> You go, I got to kill you, Kuro! Alright, number seven, we have the trailer for Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season 8, titled Scary Terry. Now, when this came out as a piece of news, I was like, oh yeah, awesome, next trailer. But, of course, as we all discovered while watching it, it is just a super clip trailer of Scary Terry moments. Uh, and I don't know about you guys, but felt like a cop-out as a season 8 trailer. Uh-huh. Cop-out. Cop-out. I like it. Does anyone still <laughs> yes, watch this? I, 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 had, I didn't watch this last season. I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch, watch it, it, but Kat's done with it, so we won't watch it. I don't think I've watched it since, like, season 3 or something. Yeah, I think the the biggest issue I've had with this is they, um, yeah, they were they were tying things up because I knew the show was ending, mm-hmm. so they, you know, they had the wedding, and that was going to be like, okay, we don't know if we're getting another season, and then they've had like two seasons since then. Yeah, it's been well, it changed. Hands. They've NBC, run out of ideas. Yeah, NBC picked yeah. It up. So the it's place just, where TV uh, shows just... go to die. <laughs> Well, there's no like, there's no more of the will they won't they because they already have, they, and there's they no have. like they. 
Yeah, and there's no more interesting stories yeah, to tell, I don't well, think, in that, it'll be that show. So. interesting to see what they do, because some of the actors from the show were talking earlier in the year about how the next season's going to be received with all the issues around um, police, especially in America, uh, and, and yeah. people's feelings towards them. They were sort of just like, ooh, was a good premise for a comedy show, might not be as funny yeah. or well-received anymore. So we'll be very curious to see how this season actually goes, and... They can't not address it in some mm. regard. Well, they, they've done a, a few, like, heavier episodes where they've talked about shootings and all sorts mm. of stuff and, you know, sexual assault, and they've, they've covered some really dark, heavy issues for a light comedy meme show. So, I don't know, man, like, police brutality, like, I don't know if you can actually cover that without actually just ruining the whole premise of the show in the first place. So, mm. yeah. It'll, it'll, be, be it'll be interesting to not watch yeah. that. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna catch up on it and I'll, I'll reassess. But mm. do we have? Do we? That didn't have a date for the next season, did it? In that trailer, it was just a teaser and just like a bunch of clips. There, there was no date, but yeah. season seven, I think, came out in March or May. Starting with M, okay. March. <laughs> Manuel, <laughs> what are the M months? <laughs> January. <laughs> oh boy. We're right Number six. Number oh. six. <laughs> oh. Whoa, that was not the noise I meant to come out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like my voice broke mid noise. Uh, number six, we have the uh, Animaniacs Jurassic Park spoof trailer. So, so this good. is a return Topical. of the Animaniacs. Topical. And, Remember uh, when Jurassic Park just came out? <laughs> <laughs> member. I love to member. So, of course, it is... Um, Animaniacs is a well a new release of a very old series. Well, not very old, but back from the 90s. <laughs> and we have also heard... From there, that Pinky and the Brain, of course, will be returning. I think the series ran mm-hmm. from 1995 to 1998, so fairly short run, actually. Yeah, yeah, but they I did a lot of longer. they did a lot of episodes, and to, to animate back then was way harder. So, like, it's not like a Simpsons where it's going to be like four. Well, it was actually hand drawn back yeah. then. Mm. <laughs> well, fun with. Fun fact, it was actually uh, part of Fox Broadcasting before moving to Warner Brothers. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and now it's with Hulu, which is owned by Disney, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Oh boy. I don't think they're going to change much of it, though, because Animaniacs is like a staple for a lot of people. Like for it's, it's like adult comedy in a kid's format, so it's... I don't know. It, I I think it works. I think it's suited to us and Ian. If you, we were talking before the podcast, I honestly think you should give it a go because it's so good. It's like I've seen bits. That, yeah. Even it's just like, the that this trailer with the Jurassic Park bit when like Alan yeah, wasn't funny. looks up and she's like, "Oh, we haven't seen it since '95," and then he's like, <laughs> turns her head like that. I just find that so funny. I don't know why, but I don't know why you I do guess, either. <laughs> <laughs> Me three. So, God, I, how I, dare I have an opinion? <laughs> what do you get a podcast, man? That's where that's where <sighs> you can share those opinions. Not on this show. 
Not on my watch. <laughs> I've seen Pinky and the Brain, but the mm. actual Animaniacs thing itself, I don't think I've ever seen because, like, Ian was not did not have Foxtel. Um, mm. I I, my find, I find yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I just I find Animaniacs funner than Pinky and the Brain. But isn't and I thought the Animaniacs themselves were literally like like Saturday, like Saturday morning Disney, how it had people that did stuff in between the actual cartoons. I thought the Animaniacs were yeah. So so yeah. Animaniacs as a show, they were they were like the hosts, yeah. and they had like yeah. maybe two or three like mini sort of uh, mm. like episodes inside of that show, and they sort of bridged the gap between yeah. each of it. So it was. Yeah, I mean, they're there as, you know, they tell a couple of one-liners, get, they're really punchy, like the, you know, fingerprints thing. That's that's a funny joke. And, um, <laughs> and, and then they move on to the next show. And, like, you know, it was, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, Pinky and the Brain, that's all I want. I just want more Pinky and the Brain. They are fantastic. It's the best thing about that show. Duty, any thoughts? Um, I really enjoyed how the uh, the lawyer was the Hulu guy, and it was like we're going to make so much money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best bit. Yeah. Ah, you side with duty, Ian. Wh- well, why, yeah, they, yeah. why do you reckon they chose <laughs> Hulu over Disney Plus, or do you reckon it still is actually owned by Warner Brothers in some regard, and that's why? Well. Jurassic Park is a, is a universal property. Animaniacs is Warner Brothers, and I don't think Animaniacs or Warner Brothers would sell Animaniacs and Hulu's Disney. So maybe it's just a giant collaboration. Well, I don't yeah, think they need. Going on by I scenes. don't think they'd need Universal's permission to do what they did. It's just a spoof. A spoof. 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 Well, Spielberg probably owns the rights to it. He owns he the rights to everything. Yeah. Everything. Spielberg. 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 On to the next one. Number four. I feel like we have reported on this bit of news so often. There's another Soul trailer. Another one. Oh boy, I forgot to watch it. (laughs) I didn't watch it because I feel like I've seen enough trailers of this. (laughs) That's enough. They've they've labelled it as Soul Trailer 2, and I call Mm. bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> well, they did the teaser trailer first, and then they did the sec- like the full trailer, and then there was another trailer after that. And now this is this is at least three or four into it, so eh, it's the same shit, right? So many. So many gotta 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 well, rather not have soul. Well, at least half of this trailer, and I think it was like three and a half minutes. At least half of it is stuff that we've already seen in the other trailers. Mm. Take mm. your word for it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if they might be beating a dead horse. Like, it's sort of lost momentum. There's no... I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about this movie other than our bits of news. I haven't seen it on Facebook. Mm. I haven't seen it, like, on Instagram. I haven't seen it advertised online. And I don't know if it's... I don't know what it's like on Disney Plus because I haven't been on Disney Plus in a while. Mm. In quite a while. So I don't know if they're even advertising there either, but I don't. Oh, it's care such a about shame because <laughs> because the animation looks amazing in it. Like it looks like it's really like cleverly done. They put in a lot of attention and effort, and yeah, you know, it just seems like such a shame that this is like it's stuck in this loophole of having to just keep releasing trailers to get people excited. Yeah, come on, it's coming, it's coming. 
just fucking release the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, yeah, there is no more hype to be had. Just fucking release it already. Yeah, I think they try too hard and it just gets oversaturated. Mm. Like More than drop, likely. Yeah. Drop it just on like a whim. Like it's hot. Just on a whim. <laughs> overnight. Just don't, don't hype it up. Don't drum up any sort of, like, excitement about it and let people hype it up themselves. Hundred percent. It's a, they're doing the same. Yeah. They're doing the same thing with Wonder Woman. They've just been slamming us with tra- trailer after trailer. I know. So this, this this isn't making me want to see the movie for reminding me about the movie. It's making me yeah. like fed up and not wanting to see it. it uh, Makes me feel like I've already mm. seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I wanted to see it well, after the first trailer. Second trailer, I was like, okay, still excited. Third and fourth trailer, I'm just like, please, please stop. Please. It's already. They did big. the same thing with uh, with Tenet like this year. Like they they had like three or four of those trailers as well. Yeah. Like it just like just stop. Just two, I think, is your max. You get to do a teaser trailer and then the full trailer, and that's yeah. that's it. Like yeah. anything more than that, you're showing way too much about the film. Absolutely, hundred percent. So, yep, no, nah. pass. Move on. <laughs> Angry. Speaking about Disney and Disney Plus, uh, Disney is currently restructuring its media and entertainment divisions in order to accelerate its direct-to-consumer strategy. The company will be centralizing its media business into a single organization that will be responsible for content distribution, ad sales, and Disney Plus. So, making it very clear that their next focus is Disney Plus, and I'm wondering, considering, obviously, biggest biggest uh movie company on the planet really how that's going to impact theaters once they actually to then get out of this covid thing because they have a lot of power and if they're gonna just pump it into their disney plus program it could be a interesting shift Mm. i i don't know like you said a lot of words just then but I don't know how that would <laughs> how that would like apply to cinemas because it's, like it's not like they're going to pull out of cinemas. But would that make like distribution companies not want to stock like a Disney movie as much as because like it's there's a lot of contracts about like showing this movie for this amount of time in this amount of cinemas. So like for Village or Hoyts to get a Disney movie, they have to show it. 8, 10, 12 times a day in their biggest cinemas. But, like, would mm. that part of it change if they're going to be focusing on the, the Disney Plus side? Well, I think it just gives them power to just cut out a middleman to be, yeah. from, a Disney, Absolutely. from a Disney point of view. If, if they can find a way to get Disney Plus more popular and people will just go straight there straight away, then they're making bank without having to... Mm accommodate for the theater at all like i know that the theater makes majority mm. of its money from the candy bar and not from the film itself <laughs> but, yeah but it's yes. just interesting and it shows that i think it's really accelerated more of a digital video on demand first mm. environment and, and it's even saying that in the way that they're restructuring disney to put it as their first priority yeah. it could mean an interesting shift in movies in general into the future mm. 
And look, I've, I've said all along, as far as digital releases are concerned, that I would 100%, if I had the option, would pay for digital releases at home to get it on launch day rather than going to a cinema for a lot of movies. There are some yeah. that I want to see on the big screen, but there's a bunch that I'm like that don't need that big screen experience. I've got a high-definition television at home. If I can get an HD version on release day and pay the same price as going to the cinema, fuck it, I'll just do that. It's... Yeah, it's cheaper for me because I don't have to pay your inflated candy bar prices, candy boy. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's, I, I can have a, a great experience at home, pay 30 bucks and have two or three people watching it instead of, you know, paying 100 bucks to get two people into a cinema. And you Better can get experience. fully loaded at home as well while watching a movie if it's crap. <laughs> You obviously haven't seen how loaded I can get at a cinema. Yeah, you, so. <laughs> yes, I have. Dark Phoenix. When Ian and I they don't to call him Herbie for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. We had a lot of drinks, didn't we, Tom? Zombie Land Two was a great film when you were it was that drunk. Fantastic <laughs> that we drunk during. <laughs> oh man, I miss the movies. I got up in the morning and made myself <laughs> a piece of toast. I sent the toaster to number three. Medium brown. Number three, and I know that everybody in the podcast is super excited for this one. I can feel the anticipation. All the crowd is going wild. <sighs> Mad Max spin off. Confirmed to go. <laughs> this is the uh, Furiosa spin off with George Miller directing. We have. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy in the title ro- role and Chris Hemsworth in the film. So, I'm into this. Is it just me and you, Tom? Like Are we the other ones who care about <laughs> Mad Max? I very much care about Mad Max. I really I like care about it one, too. And I think I these boys it. are wrong. I Is it just okay, you? you Is it wrong. everyone else that's... No, no, no. I'm on your side. I thought, I'm, I thought I'm we had... It. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought so. I thought we had Ian. Um, the other two. You can have Ian for a low, low price of nine ninety nine monthly subscription on OnlyFans. It's Ian R. Johnson. <laughs> <and OnlyFans. laughs> it's worth every penny. <laughs> <sighs> Look, what I, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but what's the worst part about Mad Max? He's not mad enough, you know. Too much Max, not enough Mad. I think we've already gotten into it. We did an episode on Mad Max. No, no, we but did. I've forgotten. I mean. I think when you can summarize it in um, like five comic panels, like Ian spectacularly did, um, that's the whole fucking movie. And if that's all it is, like, there's nothing to it. There is no story to this thing. And the fact that they're coming back and they're bringing back the main character who's amazing, and they had Charlize Theron who was amazing in that film, and now then replacing her with somebody who's decidedly average like why the fuck would you do that just get the original actress back to do the fucking role that she clearly wanted to do it's such a waste such a waste i'm not very keen on having her in the title role but i guess we'll see yeah yeah Yeah. it's a prequel though they were doing it when she's younger yeah i get that but like you can still de-age things they did it with fucking de niro and made him look like a frog but you know like (laughs) so why why not just get a different person it's not look. You because can't. Not everyone is Martin. I, I'm sorry. Don't, you don't get one of the most. 
I'm sorry, you don't get one of the most gorgeous actresses in Hollywood De right Niro. now. And you <laughs> <laughs> don't get Charlize Theron back in here to do a role that she does want to do and has said she wants to do and has said she was disappointed that she didn't get asked to do it. Why the fuck wouldn't you get her back? She is a big, huge name. She acts well and she's fucking amazing. Like, just de-age her a little bit. It doesn't take that much. She doesn't even look that fucking old. She's no. fantastic. She's so it's such a disappointment. I agree. I agree as well. But like at the same time, I have faith in George Miller that he will make yeah. an exciting film. <laughs> because, uh, you know, Fury Road was awesome. Stand Fury by for more awesome. stupid bungee guitar, stupid flamethrower <laughs> bullshit. Hey, hey, hey. I'm you're you're talking world. about it. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Was it? Was it? You're talking about it. We're talking. I'm talking about, about it because that's the news item. It's the, if I had a reason not Still to talk about it, headlines. I would have done exactly what Duty did, Making and headlines. I would have pushed the button to move, move on. Angry. <laughs> I'm moving along. <laughs> Number two. Number two piece of news is a piece of news that somebody actually put into our listener community. If you're not a member of the listener community, get on it. You can get these pieces of news before we talk about them. Uh, Dexter is getting a new limited run series with Michael C. Hall, of course, returning as the title character. This is going to be interesting. I know there's one, one boy on this podcast who loves his Dexter. Did, did they ever say where his laboratory was? <laughs> it was under his house and DD kept getting in. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I got nothing. I never so watched Texas Laboratory. <laughs> what do we think of the return here? Duty, tell us, mate. You're the guy. I'm excited for it. Why am I the guy? Uh, I'm excited for it. You're the, um, how many times have you watched Dexter? Third or fourth rewatch. <laughs> I'm on my like eighth or ninth. Rewatch. There we go. That's um, why. Yeah, you're that's the why you're the guy. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. I I personally didn't mind the ending of the show and what a, a lot of people tend to forget when they go, oh, Dexter's ending was shit. It was like Tuesday night Breaking Bad ended and it was a fantastic ending, and then like Thursday night Dexter ended and yeah, it's not as great as the ending of Breaking Bad, but it was it was okay. Um, but I'm looking forward to to seeing how they go back and and sort of what they do with it. So. You go online and read up, you know, about the ending if you haven't watched the ending. Um, but it's is was Deborah actually dead? Was she just in a coma? Um, you know, Deborah. the the character of uh, Maria Laguerta died, so they were they were still sort of reeling from that. There was a lot of things that I reckon still needs to be bundled up. And plus, there's the there's the great characters of Batista and Mas- and Masuka that I still just want to follow and and all that sort of stuff. So, are these real people's names? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. I think um, um, uh, look, can be. Mm. I, I know you've made this point a couple of times, too. I don't think the timing of the of the finale was had anything to do with how shit it was um, <laughs> and how they tried to wrap up a story that had died two seasons previous. So they, they dragged it out for as long as they could because it was a very popular show and people were still watching and they were still making money off it, but they had nothing else to say. Didn't so he get really I, sick as well, Michael C. Hall? Uh, I think he, uh, he, he, he got, he got six season three, season four, but he um, yeah. recovered. Um, yeah. But yes, the, the 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 sort of the main story plot point for the last season was like their family psychiatrist or something from memory, which was a bit eh. yeah. 
Um, but like there was some se- like season four is what many consider to be the best season, uh, especially seeing uh, John Lithgow being an absolute fucking monster in in that mm. season. Um, but then they had some okay seasons here and there, but they also had some some shit seasons where they like they chased down this like fucking um, Tony not Tony Blair what's that guy from fucking Tony Hell, Hell who Tony, Tony brainwashes um, fucking uh, Jack Black I forgot his name. Um, Tony the, the motivational speaker dude um, they've got one of those uh, yeah. that, they, that they sort of chase down who's like in a ring of like raping and killing women and putting them in oil barrels and stuff like that which was okay and good clean yeah. family fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and, like everything with Ivan uh, Stravowski as well was just meh. like there was a, there was a lot of stuff in the show that just kind of like died out. I think once they ran out of the material from the books, which they departed from almost immediately, I think yeah they yeah it was just a little bit washed out. So I, I hope they've got a good story to tell. Like they wouldn't be bringing it back if they didn't have an, a, a semi decent idea. But uh, yeah, you need to fix up a lot of the the problems that those last few seasons had. Hmm. I never got into Dexter. Me either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I binge watched it when I think I, when I was working in the US. There's something to do, so I've seen majority of it. I think I've seen up to there's a point where there's a wait. Now is the Swamp Shack the first season? Or is that later? Swamp season? Shack, baby. <laughs> swamp yeah, the Swamp shack, Swamp Shack was kind of fun. Crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the number one piece of news. For the number one piece of news, it's going to feel a little bit like Groundhog Day because this uh, movie continues to come into our number one piece of news and we're talking about it again because this time... Spider-Man 3, we did report on the rumours of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire being involved. That has now been confirmed by multiple media outlets, as well as now we're getting new reports that Miles Morales is is going to make his debut in the live cinema world. So, lots of Spider-Mans. Lots and lots of Spider-Mans. Hell yeah. Oh man, there's going to be so many tights. Mm. Yeah. Jaden Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a petition so that it's not him? (laughs) Will Smith. We can de-age him, just like in that movie (laughs) that I've forgotten the name of. That's the one. I believe it's pronounced Gemini. Gemini Man. Gemini? Gemini Man. Hidden Gemini. Yeah, there's not really, like, any super confirmed, like, stories, dates, other than the fact that it's surely going to be Spider-Verse. It started shooting. That's the only other real piece what? of news that we have there. Wow. Okay, that's good. Can't wait for that to get delayed until like 2030. <laughs> Next week's news when someone gets COVID on that set. <laughs> I find it so weird because it feels like the last like MCU movie that came out to cinemas was a Spider-Man movie. And now they're already making another one That's and nothing else has come out from MCU. Yeah. Well, we're supposed yeah. to have Black Widow, right? Supposed oh, yeah. To, yeah. God, that's going to be yeah. next year now. But like, That's another movie I just don't care about anymore. I mean, I didn't care yeah, about exactly. it at the beginning, but I just don't care. 
Yeah, decade. <laughs> but like, I want to see the other ones. I want to see like Doctor Strange, and I want to see Guardians, mm. and I want to see yeah. Iron um, Man. Oh, other wait. people. Captain America. <laughs> oh shit. Oh wait. I I'm just curious about. <laughs> well, these so battles. we were supposed to get we were supposed to get uh, Black Widow this year. We were supposed to get um, uh, Bucky and the Cap. Bucky and the Cap. We were supposed to get the Eternals this year with a ripped yeah. Kamal Nanjiani. Um, we were supposed to get what else? We, oh, oh no, WandaVision's coming next year. But yeah, mm. like there was there was three movies that we were supposed to get this year that are now no longer happening. Well, WandaVision's happening this year. So isn't that a TV series? That's a TV series, yeah. So yeah. that'll be get, coming out on Disney Plus. But um, yeah, I, was kind I don't of know, excited man. For the channels as well. Come yeah, on. I'm just I just have I know nothing about them, so I want to watch the movie to learn about them. Mm, mm. Same. Yes. I don't want to read. Yeah. I don't want to read about them. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I want to lick Kamala's abs. The, the rumored the rumored story of Bucky and the Cap is uh, Arnim Zola, not Arnim Zola, um, Baron Zemo, who was the bad guy for a civil war, uh, is has released a plague upon mankind, and it's a very contagion esque theme that involves Black Panther. Um, so uh-huh. due to the world at the moment and you know recent events, they've gone. Maybe we shouldn't release that. That is the <laughs> literally picked we all the worst things they could have picked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe we should take a chance. <laughs> um, there's also rumors as well because the end of what was it, Far From Home, that you know Spider-Man was exposed, was that uh, mm. Peter Parker was going to essentially lawyer up, and that lawyer was going to be Matt Murdock. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want that. Why would he need to lawyer up? <laughs> like, there's no reason to have a lawyer. So what they know is imagine Spider. Imagine Spider-Man in court. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it writes like itself, Fuzzy. It writes itself. <laughs> but there was the whole thing with like the uh, the Civil War series, right? Like the the comic series, right, Teddy? Because Spider-Man, uh, Iron Man, convinces Spider-Man to come out, right, and tell his identity <laughs> to the world. He's gay. Yeah, he does. But it, it also puts puts everyone in danger from that so in the books Doctor Strange uses a spell to wipe everyone's mind so they no longer remember who Spider-Man is I mean that's what they could do because Doctor Strange is confirmed for this movie Mm. it's true interesting the human spider it's It's Spider-Man it's funny it's funny you say that about maybe not showing Bucky in the cap because of what's going on in the world there was a I don't know if we talked about it I think I mentioned it to my brother or something but there's a show on Amazon Prime called Utopia and it's actually really good. If you haven't watched it, I recommend watching it. It's got Rain Wilson and John Cusack. But that is honestly about a virus that is like spreading super, super fast. Started from bats. And it's like just been declared a national pandemic. So come on. It's very topical, but it is like we do that. That's stupid. <laughs> it's trust me, it's it's very good show. It's weird and fun and intriguing and it's just like it's pretty crazy what's the one i'm getting it confused with isn't there like an abc like uh politician that, mock one called yeah utopia? it's also called utopia that's also yeah. called utopia. Yeah. very very utopia. different shows very different shows <laughs> also a fantastic show i think it's called uh, oh, yeah. they they renamed it something else overseas but um yeah uh dreamland they've called it overseas uh, so it, it is a very very funny show though <laughs> yeah, is it still the same mm-hmm. actors, or did they do an American version? No, no, they just renamed it. So uh, because gotcha. I, I don't know why for for reasons. Gotcha. 
Oh, I think there was already a TV show uh, from America called Utopia. So there is now one, two, three, four, five TV shows called Utopia. (laughs) They're all very different. I'm I'm writing another show calling it Utopia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, Tom, before you go, 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 I have have an honorable mention. Remember last week I told you about the Rooster Teeth employees that were in a lot of hot water? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. That there has been so many more women come forward about it and it is fucked. Just how many and what sort of stuff they have from him is just awful. It makes it even worse that, like, you know, I heard that they're doing a documentary on it already and they're calling it Cock Teeth. Ugh. Moving on. Wow. Tom, what was your fun <laughs> fact? News complete. News complete. Move along. Thank you Duty, so much, Tom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a cut teeth. Um, <laughs> <sighs> no, yeah. This week I was supposed to read uh, Back to the Future Transformers, but I got sidetracked because uh, I essentially, thanks to Ian, who has been rereading Thor, I'm like, you know what, I, I might continue to read Thor where it left off with Original Sin, uh, and I'm now reading um, The New Thor, which essentially at the end, I, I don't really want to talk about the, the events of Original Sin, because Ian's reading it, and I don't want to spoil it, but... Uh, it's spoil, it, spoil it, spoil it, spoil it! No! Ian, take your headphones <laughs> off. I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, it is a really good book. Um, it essentially follows a, a new character, um, but also what happens to um, the OG Thor as well. Um, so it's it's a really cool sort of... Um, it's it's a new origin for a character, but also following the original character at the same time. So it's sort of like... Um, it's sort of like the Nightfall uh, event that happened with with Batman ages ago, where Batman got his, his you know his his spine broken by Bane, and then a new Batman comes in to cover him while Bane while Batman sort of recuperates uh, and sort of seeing both sides of the coin. So I'm reading that at the moment, but I do have the uh, Back to the Future Transformers to read. I did also pre-order the the uh, uh, corresponding action figure that they made to release with that book, so that is going to be pretty fucking rad. Uh, I do have the sequel to Batman White Knight to read. I've got Red Robin, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, uh, and I got Biff to the Future, which is the alternate timeline of when Biff gets the almanac when he's a kid, and you're actually seeing his timeline of him killing George McFly and becoming president and everything. Um, so I'm looking forward to reading Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I guess you can... Incognito Comics. I guess you could say he Biff off more than he could chew. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh boy, that's not not bad, not bad, Ian, not bad. Um, well, not good either, but not good, but you know, not bad. I'll I like to focus it. on the positives. <laughs> Biff off more than he could chew. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still reeling from that. You see, Fuzzy, you like it. It's good. Ian, well done. I, I hate myself for liking it. <laughs> Have you been talking to cat? That's what she says. Oh, God, my chair. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Things are going a bit off the rails. Let me pull us back to our theme of this week, this week's weekly theme. Another spooky, uh-huh. spooky film. One that I have seen for the very first time. It is the OG Nightmare on Elm Street. Thank you to whomever suggested this film. <laughs> I'm bringing it up on the group now. Was it? I think it was. Um, 
Elizabeth. Was it Shelley? It was, was someone. It Let's keep moving on while Duty looks <laughs> it up. Let's go. Move, move, move. <laughs> Thank you to insert name here for <laughs> suggesting this film. Because honestly, I am t- nearly 28 and I've never seen this film. And I kind of regret not having seen it before now. But let's talk about it. It was Shelley. Thank you, Shelley. My apologies for taking so long to find your name. I didn't want to give you the wrong name or mispronounce it or pispronounce it. Um, So thank you, Shelley. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ian, synopsis time. Go. Yes. All right. The OG Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Jack Sparrow has a girlfriend, right? (laughs) And... (laughs) 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 Basically, Basically, a whole bunch of kids keep having nightmares and then the kids start getting killed off in their nightmares and they have to figure out how to overcome this nightmare serial killer. Ta-da. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Cup coming to a cinema near you. (laughs) Being Fred I. Kruger. Uh, And honestly, let's Did they ever actually call him Freddy in this movie? I feel like they always call him... Do they? She, because I, yeah. in, I, in the dream world, she calls him Freddy. Because uh, a lot yeah. of the time, he, they kept actually calling him... Um, Fred. Fred. Frederick? Fred. Yeah. Frederick. It's Fred. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred Kruger. No, he calls Fred himself Kruger. Freddy. Everyone, like, yeah, everybody says Freddy at one stage. Yeah. Except and for the, the mum. says Freddy. Oh, we're going to talk about the mum at length. At length. <laughs> Uh, all right, Fuzzy, give us give us your positives. Um, well, I'm going to steal everybody's thunder and say uh, some of the kills and the special effects in this film were groundbreaking. Um, they were really cool. I think they did an amazing you job. You best it. Exactly right. <laughs> um, the the first kill where he drags the the girl like up the wall and onto the roof and all the rest of it was amazing. Um, not so much the part where the dude gets strangled by a bedsheet, um, but like the, the other stuff, like like the, obviously the Johnny Depp like you know guts explosion. They did an amazing job with some of those special effects. They I think they they kind of built the film backwards from the fact that they had a really good idea and some really cool special effects, and then just threw some other stuff around it. <laughs> so yeah. we'll get to that in the negatives, but yeah, they some of that stuff looks incredible. And I think that's what makes this film so amazing is they is that that premise and combined with the special effects to yeah, to just do something cool. Yeah, that, and that was I, I I enjoyed those. And made for a much more enjoyable watching experience outside of all of the other horse shit that was packaged into this film. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the interesting things that it adds that I think is lost in modern film is actually sitting there and looking at them, having known they've done them practical and in your head yeah. working out how they did it. Like mm. looking at the yeah. Johnny Depp scene is the way that you look at it and just I was just sitting there and going, ha, huh, they totally built that set upside down. That looks like water yeah. pouring out and they flipped it. That's what that yeah. looked like to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's cool to yeah. try and work that out. 
But, like, even in that bit where, like, that first kill scene and, like, they had the room flipped upside down, but they had a perspective shot of the guy still sitting in the corner. So yeah. you're, you're looking over his shoulder. Yeah. You can see him the whole time, and she's upside down and, like, the room's flipped over. So they had him, like, strapped in with all these safety harnesses and stuff like that from the, like, the, the, the nipples down. And, um, you know, you get, but you just, it, it gives it really good perspective and it makes it a really awesome practical effect that you go, wow, that's actually quite incredible and at the time is again groundbreaking it's setting trends all over the place like and you look at some of the like the special effects now they use with cgi they don't look anywhere near as good as that shit like that was extremely effective you've got this crazy screaming noises going on which were like they alone were terrifying Mm. like that just that screeching throughout the film um, it really adds to the character of what's happening at that particular point. So, yeah, just amazing. Sets the tone for the whole thing. Mm. I think the one movie that I can think of that really learned from this film, pretty much taking this scene beat for beat, is Scary Movie 2. <laughs> if you remember when. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so really, what an amazing a, a, film that was. It's a pioneer. <laughs> uh any more positives, Fuzzy? Or is that your main, the main one you want to take? Well, it's the only one that anyone else is going to find. <laughs> so uh, He just took all the good ones. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I will just say uh, as well, though, um, the, the, the most amazing actor in this film by, like, a long country mile is John Saxon. He is incredible. I love him as an actor. I think he's fantastic. And it's, like, it just shows you when you see everybody yes. else in this film how poor they are. Like, he's just standing there acting like a normal person and everyone else around him is going, Mother, I've had a nightmare. And it's just <laughs> fucking awful. So John, John Saxon, the dad, the uh, cop. Yeah, yeah, the cop. yeah, yeah. He was. And so he's in like beyond uh, everyone else. Uh, head and shoulders, like it's so bad. Like yeah, and he's just acting as a normal person, right? Yeah, but it shows you how much work you have to do to just act normal. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think <laughs> just to be a baseline for everyone else, and everybody else in this film is fucking atrocious. So yeah, John Saxon for me, hands down, the best part of that film <laughs> from a acting perspective. I think there there were points where I forgot that he was actually an actor because everyone else was so bad. I don't know if just putting him in with them made him seem bad, but it's just because he was so different by being good because everyone else was Mm. so shit. It's just, it was (laughs) confronting and confusing and I didn't know how to feel about it, but that explains so much. Yeah. Uh, Tom... Take us into your positives. Surely there's some other ones. Surely there's other things you liked about this film. Um, yeah, I think overall, the what Fuzzy has already raised is probably my biggest one. I think the practical effects in this film are absolutely amazing. Um, some of them better than others. Better than others. But one at the end is a bit... Uh, yeah, <laughs> with, you the, mean with the front door, getting pulled through the door. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god, that I, was amazing. I'm point. pretty sure that was uh, that was just Goldfinger, right? Getting sucked out the airplane window. <laughs> I actually absolutely incredible that. <laughs> when we got to the end bit, there I turned to Spawn. I'm like, the best bits coming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, but it's it, it, it's interesting. So with the um. The acting 
or try or the acting abilities, as you said. Uh, I think you were saying you were just saying John Saxon was the best one there. I I would actually say from from my personal opinion, I actually think there is a reason watching this film that Johnny Depp had a career after this, and all the other <laughs> <didn't>. <laughs> all the other teenagers didn't. Because from that age group in this film, I think he's significantly better than the rest of them. Um, Parcel. At least. And then uh, I guess an- another positive as well is if you avoid or ignore the 80s synth, the sound design is actually pretty decent. <laughs> and there's some there's some real... I think there's some tense moments that are actually complemented by the way that they've actually chosen to do the music and the sound design. But a lot of it is ruined by 80s synth. But everything else in between... <laughs> and- and the small children's choir. What to the friend is coming before you? Like the whole way through the film, it was just off-putting. <laughs> but they needed you to know that he was coming for them. Like they needed to remind <laughs> you the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he's coming. I also did, uh, for I also, them, positive as well. I, li- I like the way that they introduce the film. That they start the film just sort of the the, the smaller frame, and you see him sort of preparing his. Killing utensils. Um, oh, he's looking through like you know screwdriver, nah, <laughs> wrench, nah. Oh, hang on a minute. Let's get these knives, gloves, things going on. Hell just yeah. all of a sudden, he has a knife glove. <laughs> it just Don't a- worry, he can't get you anymore. I stole his hand. <laughs> ah, Jesus, man, fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> I took his knives. <laughs> oh God. I cannot wait to talk about that because she... Oh, my God. It's just the mum. <laughs> Please. Oh, as a, as I wow. In the chat, I'm just amazed. I completely uh, f- thought... Well, all of us who are watching here in this household completely thought she had had a very bad experience with Botox and then discovered Botox wasn't invented till five years after this film. Oh, so, uh, wow. That's just her face. Just, that's a bad face. It's just a face she was going through. That's you know, in the seventies, <laughs> they thought lying in the sun all day was really good for your skin. Yeah, she she understand. did not. She she was one of those people. I think may have just looked that way, but does yeah, woof. Um, yeah, she did not age. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to look this up. <laughs> she aged like oh a fine blue God. cheese. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna put it in the chat for y'all. Um, and uh, anyone else, just Google her. Her name is Ronnie Blakely. And uh, uh, oh boy, <laughs> it's like a mix yep. of Kid Rock and oh, Dog oh Down God. <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter meets Kid Rock. Yes, there we go. Meets meets Carol Baskin. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird. Lunch Need some tiger print in there. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. All right, Duty, take us away with your positives. Um, out of all of the you know Halloween horror slasher characters, Freddy Krueger is the most original. Um, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees. Basically, the same fucking thing. They're behemoths that can't be killed, no matter who screams what into a H4 Zoom or who matter if he's wearing a hockey mask or a pillow bag over his head. They're still boring sort of characters that are just trudging fucking people. Like, they, they can't be stopped. They're impossible mounts, but you can still sort of outrun them and all that sort of stuff where you need to sleep. 
Um, and that's the thing I like about Freddy is he can he kills you in his sleep, and that's what I think makes him more original, more iconic compared to Jason, Freddy, Leatherface, fucking, you know, even it to some extent as well, because, yeah, it's a creature that can turn into whatever it wants to, but it's confined within the boundaries of Derry, where Jeff Freddy isn't. Freddy is, he's going to kill you in his dreams, and I like the the sort of, in this film, they give you a bit of a, they give you his backstory, but they don't show it to you. They tell you that he was, you know, he was a child molester and he killed kids and then we found him and we set him on fire. Um, where in the sequels and stuff like that, they start to show you it. And then in the remake, they completely changed his origin. Um, so I think Freddy is, if not the best horror slasher character. Um, and I think the large, there's a large amount of, you know, creative like I, I, I did some research on the character and Wes Craven came up with the idea for Freddy Krueger because he read a, a article about a kid who didn't want to go to sleep saying something was trying to kill him in his sleep his parents made him go to sleep and then he died in his sleep um, so I'm I like that they're doing stuff different besides the you know yes you know, Halloween was first it was the first sort of horror movie that inspired thousands of other horror movies after it but Wes Craven went yep cool that's a little slasher movie but instead of it being a fucking drunk uncle or you know a doctor <laughs> brother or whatever it is it's someone killing them in their dreams and I think that's a fantastic idea we've already gone over the creative kills the creative kills are great um, the costume department for Freddy is yes it's a bit goofy it's a Christmas sweater but it's iconic like when you see a red and green sweater especially that's oh you know freddy krueger before we start thinking about christmas um it gave us johnny depp it did give us some creative kills i like the theme i like the the little girl singing because it is two it's two iconic themes and and something that resonates with the character of freddy um rather than just the piano score of michael or the the sort of the key 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 ma 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 thing from from jason um yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this film. I think it's it's a really good uh, series. Uh, it starts to taper off at about the fourth, fifth film. It starts to get a bit stupid, but the, the, the first film and the third film are by far some of the best slasher horror films ever. Um, and the kills just get more creative and more creative as the movies keep going. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say on that, and I'm not sure whether, because when we were doing the Freddy versus Jason episode, we obviously watched the third one. Um, and at the time you were saying that because that's critically said to be the best one, is that what you were saying? Or some people... Yeah, yeah, it's, it, a lot of fans say it's either the first or the third film of the best. I'm going to say, as a positive, after watching the third one, this one is significantly better than the third one, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Significantly. I, I know there's a lot of arguments for the third one being the favourite from uh, from fans of the series, so, yeah, I... I haven't enjoyed either equally. <laughs> <laughs> well, having only watched this for the first time and never having seen any of the other ones, I cannot have a say. But I'm just wondering, Duty, if this movie stood alone, would you enjoy it? Like, would you still think Freddy is the best if this was the only film? Yes, because it's an original character. It's an original idea. It's not... Some it's not a real person running around killing people and hiding in closets and stuff like that. It's it's an original, mm-hmm. it's an original thing, and and that's why I think stuff like say Pinhead from the Hellraiser series is also better in some instances than Michael Myers and Jason because 
he is an angel to some, a demon to others. He isn't a, just a, you know, don't go into the campgrounds because he'll get you sort of character. He is uh, a different sort of entity like, uh, like Freddy. Um, but they were also yeah. consistent with this character as well, Judy. Like, um, you, you look at, like, you know, your Jason and your Mike Myers. Like, they particularly, like, it's always this, are they supernatural characters or are they just a man that just, you know, brought back from the dead kind of thing? Like, yeah. these guys are, like, magical beings that are essentially exist in this mystery magic plane within the, the, the universe of their own movies. So they can do whatever the fuck they want with them, but it's a consistent approach to it. Yeah. Um, there's rules and they, you follow the rules and you, you win or you survive. And whereas the other guys just, they, they make it up as they go along. Oh, they're magic. No, they're not. They can't fucking decide. So yeah. I agree with you. The originality of the character, the playing on your fears. It's kind of like the, the whole Jaws thing. Like, you know, yeah, don't, people watch Jaws. were afraid to go swimming. People watch this movie back in the day and were afraid to sleep because of that, that whole playing on these deep fears that you have just about simple, basic needs. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, I was afraid to go to space after I watched Alien. <laughs> <laughs> I would be afraid to go to, to go to space after watching that. <laughs> Good thing you didn't watch Species, I think- Ian. I did. Ooh. I have these species, and now I'm afraid to get raped by an alien. <laughs> Ian, Ian, alien watch is pronounced yeah. probed. Oh, yeah. okay. It's totally different. Different standards. Rooster teeth coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ian, no. give us some positives. Give us some positives. For that time I said rooster. Um, I think it's already been really touched on like the main yeah. positive for me, and that is the original concept of this. And not only is the original concept really good, it also lends to um, more freedom and creativity in the actual making of the film process. You know, it's 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 nice to have a cool idea, but when that cool idea means that you get to do something that turns your film into something visually different to any other film that's a big bonus the fact that they were they had a concept that allowed them to turn a room upside down and pull a guy through a bed and have a creature that comes through the wall out of the bathtub by the way the bathtub. out of the bathtub for me out of all the all the creative kind of cool things they did i really liked the stretchy wall i don't mm. like it's so it simple really cool. but yeah. it works so yeah. well there's a um, there's a behind the scenes thing because they wanted to do some cool effect with Freddy in the wall, and they couldn't figure out how to do it because they're on a very limited budget for this film. Um, and one of the one of the special effects guys just went down to a hardware store and just bought a big sheet of spandex and then just pushed Robert England's face into it, going, "How does it look?" And it's like, "It looks pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a nine hour documentary on the whole. Uh, nightmare series and it is it's a nine hour documentary but it's fantastic definitely recommend giving it a watch if you're a fan of the nightmare movies Absolutely. there's also like a See, 15 and- hour uh, uh, Friday the 13th documentary as well Jesus is that Jeez. hold on is that nine one hour episodes or is it one nine hour documentary <laughs> It's yes. one nine-hour documentary. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Depends how what? much time you have in your yeah. life. Same, same, same thing with the Jason one. It's it's a one sixteen-hour documentary. You can That's stop so it because stupid. it'll. Of course, you can stop it. You don't have to watch it all at once. You can stop it whenever yeah. the fuck you like. No, yeah, there was no walk away. I was stopping it between each movie, so I was going, "All right, I'll watch an hour and a half on the first movie, and then it will say, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and I'm like, "All right, I'll stop you, and I know where to that start." That makes sense. Off. Please turn no, over to side really B. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get that old cassette tape? God, yeah. Right. 
I honestly, honestly, this is what we need more of in the movie making world, particularly right now where, you know, the whole industry is changing because we've got such weird restrictions happening and things are moving to the home entertainment world. I want to see more people taking risks and doing things that haven't been done before. You know, I want to see people who do things visually that we haven't seen before like this movie this movie like you just said dude it was such a small budget and they did such interesting things with it yeah yeah and then you know they, they still want to keep doing stuff with with the character of freddy um they've said uh that they want uh, people want to do one more film with robert england while robert england's turned around saying no nah, i think you should do a, a, another reboot and robert england has said kevin bacon should play uh for like Freddy, um, that's which, which would Kevin be right. creepy. I mean, yeah, Kevin Bacon, Bacon is, is a scary man that haunts my dreams. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Does he haunt your dreams because you can't see him because he's the invisible man? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of rooster teeth, um, yeah, I will say not to jerk this film off too much about the special effects, but there was one scene where, like, the first scene where he's chasing uh, Nancy through, <laughs> no, and he's like, "Hey, Nancy, no. check this out." And he holds up his hand and then just like, meh, like his fingers fall off. <laughs> yeah. It was so shit. Was it was the it was shittest that's, piece that's, of special effect magic that I've ever seen. He's like, that's the part of that. <laughs> that's the part of that that bothers you, not the bit immediately before it with these giant arms. Uh, they're just, There's a lot of waving arms and running. Like, yeah, considering that's the first time you actually like proper see him chasing someone, that that bit's ridiculous. <laughs> he just just stops and goes, "Oh Meh. man!" <laughs> it's, it's as so like stupid. no blood comes out. It's just like this one tiny little squirt. It's a little bit of a. It's like their pump Some... broke or something. <laughs> <sighs> It was supposed to be a lot more Tarantino-esque, but the pump battery died, um, and they're like, "Fuck oh, it, yeah. we've got no more fingers. Keep going." Um, but there was a few of those special effects that were a bit shit, like the bit where she's climbing up the stairs and she like she's stepping in like these holes that are clearly cut out and just filled with like grey yeah. cream, marshmallow it's like, or something. Oh, yeah, it just it was like just okay. Just settle down, special effects. We yeah. get that you've got some good ones. You don't have to do all of this bullshit. <laughs> I feel like I got the sense that sometimes it was like all the writers just put down their best wackiest ideas on cards. And then Wes Craven was like, we're doing them all. We're doing them all. <laughs> Marshmallow stairs. Cut off the fingers right there. The crazy wavy arms. I've I got actually... a great idea. I have a friend of mine yeah. who died by trying to wank while he was choking himself with a bed. <laughs> In prison. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's shoot it. <laughs> I... Metaphorically or I... literally shoot it? <laughs> I actually was really impressed with just the character and how Robert England played Freddy because like it was somehow at like while he was chasing them while he felt like unstoppable it was fun which is maybe like psychotic of me to say that like I liked him trying to kill those kids I wanted him to succeed it was (laughs) fun and funny and cool and i actually it honestly made me laugh and it sort of sets the tone for him as a character when he's like hey hey watch this and then nothing and it's just sort of funny but he just jumps out like the special effects of like him jumping out from behind that bush 
And it's like, oh hey, my god, look at this. That was so stupid. <laughs> Just I've got a great idea. He jumps out from behind a bush. <laughs> Whoa! It was like. Yeah, it's like it was old, so stupid. I think it's Scooby Doo when they hide behind like light posts, like old cartoons. Yeah, yeah. and he just jumps out. It's like, hey, I, I just, I don't know. I actually really enjoyed this, mostly mm. I think because of of his portrayal. Mm. So good. Well, let's All talk right, about like, some negatives. Yeah, chucky <laughs> negatives in there. I mean, we just touched on a few. Okay, so. This film takes 50 fucking minutes to get to the point. It's 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 at the 47-minute mark where John Saxon first does a little eyebrow raise. Ooh, you had a dream about a guy with a sweater? And then 53 minutes in where her mum starts talking about who the fuck Freddy Krueger is and why he's, he's chasing them and all the rest of it. And they've had several conversations during this time about, oh, my God, I had a dream about this and I had a dream about that. You get to do that maybe twice and then somebody has to fucking explain the story. It just took no, just, too long to get to kids. the point. They're but just dumb kids. They don't know. That goes to my next point. So let's just hold fire <laughs> on that one. But, yeah, like... It, it, they're dumb kids. They don't know, but they, no one fills in the blanks, and they are telling these people that there's a problem. Her mum knows there's a problem and sends her to a fucking mental institution to get her fucking sleep patterns read and all the rest of it. Like, there's just they know what's going on, and they just don't say anything. And it's really frustrating from a a storytelling perspective that they don't hurry that along a little bit more. They took way too long to get to the fucking point and then the the movie finishes really quickly after that. It's just disappointing that they they could have done a lot more suspense building and and like you know focused on that main part of Freddy's after you. Here's who Freddy is is he's a fucking child murderer like you know just get to that point much earlier than 50 minutes into a film. Um, now, yeah. speaking of the... Not enough people dying. Yes. Well, yeah. yes, true. But you, uh, speaking of the stupidity of these, these main characters, and this speaks a little bit against, like, the awesomeness of Freddy Krueger, how the fuck does he lose to this absolute mong of a <laughs> fucking main character? She is... She is... Oh, she's just thick. Uh, and not a good thick, like, just a... <laughs> Just not thick. two C's thick. <laughs> yeah, not two C's thick. Thick like a fucking thick shake. She's just stupid. <laughs> How the fuck does she figure it out? Sorry, just, Fuzzy, the she... machine's clean, broken. It's it's down for maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> She's Every just so time. fucking stupid, and she manages to figure out. Oh my god, I figured out. You have no power of fuck you. Like just dumb, just absolutely <laughs> dumb. The whole you know what makes movie. that even worse? You is are really Johnny dumb Depp. for real. <laughs> <laughs> for real the worst thing is Johnny Depp's the one that figures that out but he's the one who dies it's like just, he tells her how to beat him yeah, and then he gets it, killed it's like <sighs> just so fucking stupid like the fact like the fact that they beat him or like you know just uh, oh, it's annoying it's annoying in the extreme I pulled his hat through from the dream so now I pull his balls through with I, it I, <sighs> just <laughs> Just dumb. I like it. it you know, when you're watching something and they're like, people are just painfully fucking stupid. That's what watching this movie is like. Just every single character in this film is painful in the extreme. Like, even at the start, when Tina heard her name being called from outside when she was already scared. <laughs> Tina! Why would you go outside? <laughs> Tina! Who's there? Tina the talking chummy. She continues to walk out. 
I thought <laughs> I thought that she might only go out further into the backyard, but she walks into the alleyway. Well, who does yes. that? Just fucking like you, you watch like you watch like the start of the Scream movie with Drew Barrymore, and she fucking locks all the doors and turns all the lights on, and you know she does sensible things that a normal person yeah. would do if you're threatened by some fucking strange voice or whatever the fuck's going on. Like just yeah, just idiotic fucking behaviour in this film <laughs> just leads to stupid deaths, people not talking. Poor fucking acting. Oh, the mum. Someone has to talk about the mum. I don't want to spoil... I think Duty might talk about her at some stage. No, she's, and- she's my inspiration. She's... Yeah, no. She's got some great booze hiding spots and I would never thought of. <laughs> I mean... You're my hero. Just the really observation. She pulls booze from everywhere. Everywhere. Just I mean... At one stage, you know, she's just out of, you know, she's just sitting in, a, in the kitchen and Nancy comes out to get some coffee and she just hides her bottle of vodka behind her. Like, just, and she's still in her fucking pajamas. Again, she's in her pajamas later on when Nancy sees her pulling booze out of the laundry cupboard for no fucking reason. Just, oh, just, you know, oh, folding the, the laundry pain. is a tough job. But she's just lying in bed at the end and like it's like the doona's over it and then all of a sudden she pulls out like a two litre or three litre vodka <laughs> and puts it on the nightstand. Just just it's straight like- up. She's not even putting she's not mixing it with nothing, she's not putting it in a glass. She is just fucking hitting that two litre bottle straight in. To, to be fair, if you wow. replace that bottle of vodka with a bottle of proper twelve, that's that's legitimately me. <laughs> Is that why you're you're quiet this morning? Is that was it? <laughs> just hitting that I proper was twelve? Spiced rum last night. Ah, <laughs> why is it spicy? Yeah, I just it, like goes to my point earlier about the fucking terrible acting in this film. Like nobody, like Johnny Depp had some some glimpses in there. Um, John Saxon, amazing. Everybody else, just fucking pain. <laughs> oh, physically tormenting it was to watch this film. Fuzzy, breathe. Not for the good reasons. Breathe. Oh, man, I've got so much more. I, I don't want to spoil anybody <laughs> else's stuff. So you guys go. I'll wrap it up with some honourable mentions. If Tough. you miss it. Tough. Tough. Yeah. Give us your well, negatives. I, I agree with all of that. And in addition, I just, yeah, just want to reiterate that the acting is awful. And even for oh. 80s, some, some of these campy yeah, sort of 80s films, it's bad. Nancy is painful, I find. Entirely. It's a... It's a horror movie thing, time. though, right? It's a horror movie thing. Like traditionally, horror movies have been poorly, poorly acted, but this more so than most, right? Mm. It's really bad. And I guess is it, is it because is it because they don't like in a dream world people act differently? Like, is that do don't, they just no, it's because they have a bunch of five bucks? <laughs> Except the negative that he's providing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just offering counterpoints. It's how it's how we discuss things. Okay. <laughs> don't make bullshit Never. excuses for their poor poor choices. I'm don't, not. Don't even I'm just start. saying. Could that be a reason? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> That's how lawyers win, Ollie. They go in and they just say no, <laughs> no, no. Objection. Uh, Objection. And so the other the other big negative that I did want to just uh, pull up here is, and the main one that I that I found in even watching this, and it was probably sitting there and watching this with Siobhan and actually discussing some of the components of it. This film, and it wouldn't have gotten the comparison back then because this other film didn't exist yet. But when you actually watch the very end of the film, 
it all of a sudden turns into a very slapstick Home Alone. <laughs> it's Home Alone. Yeah. It's Home Alone for sure. <laughs> when she brings out Freddy Krueger, and it sort of takes away the scariness of the character because he opens the door and gets hit with the sledgehammer. He's just like, oh, my chest. Oh, no. And he gets a paint can in the, the face. Get that kid! <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? Like, it, honestly, and when he starts falling down the stairs and stuff, he just, it just it takes away the scariness of the character. Like, Siobhan was We need to add- the mattress when he falls over the stairs as well. We need, we need to add oh. some, like, boom, 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 like, pods that, crashing I, and everything. I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised it wasn't in there. Speaking of seeing the uh, seeing the mattress, I did find that very amusing when Freddy Krueger got lit on fire and all of a sudden he got, like, double the thickness. Uh, he got real <laughs> fat in his flame Thick. suit. Yeah, In his flame suit running and just, like, you can see he's wearing a flame suit. <laughs> Uh, yes. Look, flame suit uh, I mean, technology speaking of that- was, was new back then. <laughs> That's where all their five bucks went. Yeah, you're, you're right though, Tom. Like it just got silly, and that last bit where he pulls the mum through the door, like the hole in the door, just that- I hey. laughed. I laughed uncontrollably at that point. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So did I. Uh, <laughs> you just hear this little whack, little sucker through the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last negative that I just want to raise, just in general, and I touched on it in my positive it divs a little bit, just hampering away at the sound design and stuff. So much synth. It's too much synth. It, was, it sounded I like... I understand it was the 80s. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't understand how they can listen to that and think that's scary. Because like, that's okay. surely the main point of a soundtrack on a movie like this. It has to increase tension. But when you add synth and a little bit of bass and just like the long droning bits but also with like bum, 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 but bum, they knew bum, bum. it sounds like an intro i, I to think a they knew song. they could get away with it though because uh they had such nice title sequence at the start of using comic san they just knew they could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a comedy bum, 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 bum. <laughs> But there, I uh, think there was a, a way to actually cut down budgets as well because you could stick a guy on a synth for like you know six hours, pay him for you know pay him for a day's worth of work and just like you know there we go we got a fucking movie soundtrack like it was just yeah. for the entire franchise, yeah, <laughs> for forever. <laughs> Pretty much. Like it's it, like you look at any of those things. You look at like you know good movies like The Thing. That's all like synth music and stuff and atmospheric shit in the background. That that was filmmaking at that time. Yeah, but the thing was good. Yeah, they did it well. <laughs> I, I said like a well good movie like that, but they did the same kind of thing. Like it was, all, yeah. it was all very like this synthy soundtrack to you know because they couldn't afford proper scores. You know, they yeah. were just putting music out there, paying one guy for a day's worth of work and getting a soundtrack. <laughs> ah, the, the 80s. equivalent of Fiverr. <laughs> Simpler time. All right, dude, you got some negatives for us? Uh, not really. That hasn't already been touched on. No. Okay, fair enough. I'll Ian. touch on you. Um, <laughs> what have we got? Oh, uh, rooster teeth. Uh, let's start with <laughs> no. Um, look, this this film's not perfect, but I think you have to watch these kinds of movies with a bit of your rose tinted glasses. You have to anticipate that. But look, it like I said, the music wasn't great, the acting wasn't great, the the titling was literally Comic Sans and they just jumbled it around a lot of it. 
um, and some of the effects were hit and miss. So this is by no means a perfect movie, but you also have to understand the budget constraints when you're talking about the negatives here. Yeah. I think What's it was 1.8 million. 1.8 million US, which is for inflation. Real small. Yeah. $50 million. <laughs> That's not, not, not bad, but like 84, that's that's still not a lot of money. I, I, I don't have a comparison, but yeah, I don't think it's a lot. Why not, Ian? Why not? No, it, it, I mean, I would like $1.8 million. Um, yeah, I'll take it. I, I think, like, acting, soundtrack, the the mother, dear God, the mother, some of... <laughs> It can't be that bad. Surely the script had some... Like, that has to be it. It can't all just be acting. But there were points in this movie where it was edited so poorly. There were bits where Nancy had her lines cut off when they're in the garden, when her when uh, Tina's boyfriend comes around. There was a line cut off halfway through the last word. There are bits where they're just talking to each other and it cuts back... And they don't say anything, but it's not for dramatic effect. I honestly think it was just edited so poorly in some sections. It's like maybe they had mm. an intern that just took over and they're like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. And it was not <laughs> Close fine. enough. It's so jarring. <laughs> and like, it's, kitty, it's kitty. in pretty... Chow, chow, chow. <laughs> it's in pretty pivotal points. And I just, I don't know, it, it took me out of it. But luckily, I think, there was yeah. enough like practical effects to bring it back. Yeah. Like actually cool practical effects. But we should rate it because it's 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 been a while. Fuzzy? It's been a while. Um Yeah, this film, like I know people love this film. Um I don't. I don't. I've seen it twice now and I've not enjoyed either watch. I get that there's a huge nostalgia factor for people uh, when you watch these films, so I can appreciate that. Um, but but no, no, not for me. Um, not for me. Yeah, and apart from, I think, probably the best kill, which was the first one, um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give this film a solid 5.5. Wow. Uh-huh, uh, the, uh-huh. the 0.5 is for effort. Um, I mean, they, they, did, they did a lot with a little, but it's just, I fucking hate watching bad acting. And, I mean, I can I can put up with a Sharknado. lot. Sharknado. Yes. <laughs> it's a terrible film. It's not supposed to be good. It's supposed to be terrible. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's, the, that's the spoof tech. It's a completely different genre of film. Um, this yeah. film is trying to be something more than it is, and it, they try, and they just they're bad at it, and it's just awful. <laughs> um, five point five for me. Five point five from Fuzzy Tom. Uh, just quickly for context for those playing at home, budget wise, so the thing, which was released in three years earlier, or two years earlier rather, was a budget of ten million. So there you go. That's wow, a tenth of the budget. Yeah, a tenth of the budget of the, th- of the thing. Um, they had a so proper composer for the thing as well. Yeah. Well, which is what we were saying before, the thing's music is significantly better. But regarding this film, I would say that this is a 
this holds a lot of significance as a historical piece, I feel. I do feel like it, obviously, because of how big it was at the time, and I do feel like it's... If you haven't seen it, it's definitely... I definitely feel that it's worth watching just for the fact of what it is and what it started. There's there's few films that have uh, started a plethora of awful sequel oh, after oh, awful oh, sequel oh. after awful sequel. Um, but this... Aliens. <laughs> Come on now. Alien's predator than alien. For this Predators. Transformers. <laughs> After actually watching Rocky. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, this hmm. was better than I anticipated it to be because I did not enjoy that film and I thought this would be the same caliber. This is significantly better. And I I actually enjoy it. I enjoy watching this. I think this is this is the second time that I've seen it and overall I would actually give it probably about a 7. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Duty. Uh, I'm giving it a nine. Uh, I like cool. this film. I think it is a. I think when you're when you say must watch horror films, this is definitely one of them. It's it's a. Like it's as iconic for me as the thing is, as Alien is, as Predator is. It's one of those genre defining movies where they have incredibly creative kills. But is it as good as those? It's it's in that tier for me. Um, I would say Alien is higher than this, um, but I'd say it, it's probably as equal as Predator. Um, and this film is Predator, Predator. This this film is is gory and it's it's unique and it's. I think something that should be watched at least some point. If you don't like it, that's fine. Like, but it's it's still one of those films that, like, you need to watch. Like, The Princess Bride. You guys loved it. I think it's a. It, I think it's really overrated. Um, I'm with you on that one, duty. It's 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 wrong. one of those. The Princess Bride can go suck a fart. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Liar. I feel strongly about it. <laughs> I feel strongly. It's uh It's one of those films that I think sort of helped define the generation and it, it gave us you know a, a large amount of of 80s gore especially with you know body getting strung around the room and then johnny depp exploding in his bed um so yeah i i, I think it's actually it's it's a must-watch film even if you don't like it it's still one of those films i reckon you should watch even yeah even if you you, you don't like it you can say yeah i've seen it uh, it wasn't my jam I would I would absolutely agree with that. I think it's it's one of those films you have to watch as part of a providing context for a lot of things. Um, I completely agree. Whether or not you you like it is completely beside the point. I think it's it's important to watch as a context piece for everything else that goes on. And it, I think it's almost like a gateway film into into horror films as well. If you like that style, if you like the you know the humor and the the weirdness that goes on with it, I think you'll like some other other films in the horror genre. So yeah, I totally agree with that, Judy. A nine, though, that's pretty bold. <laughs> bold. That means statement. it's great. Yeah, that means it's great. Ian, <laughs> <laughs> I thought but, we could get but, through without but, bringing but, that up, but, but uh, turns um, out it's just another thing I'm going to. No, do funnily enough, <laughs> funnily enough, mentioning that film, I'm going to give this film the same score, and that's also a seven. However, I will say I would much rather watch this movie many more times than that movie. Um, they're just very different, but I feel like this movie is much easier to consume and enjoy. It is a must-watch. Okay. 100%. Okay. Sure. I agree. Sure. I agree with the must-watch. 
I this is my first time ever watching it. I don't think I would ever watch it again on purpose, but if I had to watch it for another podcast, I would gladly watch it again. Another uh, I'm gonna you cheating on us? Well, another episode. <laughs> if we if we revisit the movie, you know, if we do that, I won't complain about it. You filthy mudblood. I'm gonna give this. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a six, and I think it's purely because of how much it's influenced future films as well like it has defined sort of a generation it is what other films aspire to be it's being used for so many pop culture references like i couldn't stop thinking about scary terry from rick and morty <laughs> just like the whole yeah. time just like hey, I'm the thing is, now, bitch. yeah the thing is you compare it to like dude he said all those other movies of this genre like um you know you've got jason and halloween and those movies this movie is like so much more creative than those are and so much more yeah. interesting well, we, you can do a lot with the uh, I suppose the, the history and the lore of this particular world because you set it up to be mystical and magical and all the rest of it and you yeah. Know, yeah. as far as like slasher films go this is like it's totally unique it, it very much is yeah. a very cool idea like whether or not it works I mean that's that's personal taste <laughs> but I mean that's yeah. You know, it is very unique within that genre just it pushed away from that that traditional uh, he has to be hiding in the cupboard to he's hiding in your fucking dreams like i think that's that's kind of cool can we can we before we leave talk about talk about the very very end Are, are they is that still a dream because they drive off in a car that is like the the is freddy kruger wagon it's like the car is freddy but then the mum gets pulled through the door by freddy by freddy is it a dream is she they, made, they made three separate is, endings. A good ending, a mixture of good and bad, and a bad ending. And they merged the three endings together. Um, because I think that ended it on a good ending where everyone was alive again and audiences didn't like that. <laughs> Let's do the mega happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That ending was just... They, it's so stupid in... in what? In, like... It no, makes no sense. I don't understand that. I don't understand yeah. it at all. They just they, if you want if you if you want a worse film in this series, the the reboot is pretty fucking bad. Now the reboot's the one where they they it's that meta one, so they're making a film of no, Nightmare that's that's Wes Craven's new nightmare. Ah, the reboot okay. was Jackie Earl Haley playing Freddy Krueger, and instead of him being a um uh, a, a child killer, he was a kitty fiddler and a groundskeeper that's right. for a preschool. He was groundskeeper uh, Willie. Willie. Yeah. Groundskeeper <laughs> touched He was cocktail. <laughs> that was that was the first oh movie we ever took Mon to go see as our first date. And similar to Fuzzy anytime he watches a movie. They they, they do the shot in the remake where uh, Katie Cassidy's in the film and she drives past a street that says Elm Street on it and Mon's gone audibly in her most bogan accent. Oh, do they actually live on fucking Elm Street? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yes. Yes, it's the name of the film. <laughs> She'd That's never the heard joke. All the characters or anything before, and she was quite surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Just the order wouldn't make any sense know. though if it was if it was called a Nightmare at Elm Street and it wasn't on Elm Street. Wouldn't you be like, why is it called Elm Street? Oh. Yeah, but she she hadn't even seen a poster or anything. She saw the 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 movie title on the illuminated board at the cinemas, and I went, "We're seeing that," and she went, "Okay." Well, wow. 
The things wow. you do That's for love. That's what you want to do in a day. The things you do for love. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's about time we wrap up. Thank you very much for listening. We know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with a nerd in the title. If you didn't enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to, and we'll be sure to read them out on the next episode. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd, and that you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Shaken Not Nerd. I don't remember the last time we had a review that we read out, and it makes me a little. We'll say. Yeah, we need some reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your please, friends. Please. Tell your family. Tell your pets. I tell you what, surely one of our listeners has a page on Instagram or Facebook for their pet. You know how people do that? <laughs> I don't agree with that, but surely there's some people out there. So, you know, get your pets to review us. They don't even have to listen to the episode. Get your small Mr. child to review us. <laughs> Mr. Possum gives uh, it a but- four out of five. No, it's a possum podcast <laughs> oh god <laughs> alright I've been Ollie and I'm going to leave you with that terrible terrible pun I'm being fuzzy reminding you that anything is possible <laughs> pause for effect oh poor <laughs> I'm not down. even going to wrap up that, 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 that was all I'm not, I'm not doing a fucking <laughs> poor pun <laughs> Poor That's form Poor effort dude. mate Poor effort <laughs> Poor form Um Clawtastic I got nothing Alright chicka chicka Saladas Ah <laughs> uh, Too good